All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Char. It's great to be with you. Let me, um, I'm going to open with a word of prayer here. Sounds great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Father, we just thank you for even the opportunity to do this. We thank you for our marriages. We pray, Lord, that um, you'd give us your wisdom as we uh, build our marriages with your glory in mind. All of this, Lord, should stir our hearts and change the way we think about these things. Your word says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we know what we're thinking and what we believe about marriage is going to ooze out of our life mm-hmm. somehow, some way. So, Lord, have your way. and in our hearts and minds now through your word mm-hmm. in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question first. <laughs> what are you going to, you could ask. How, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> how are you, babe? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You jumped the gun on me there. I know. Yeah. No, I'm I, doing great. You really seriously, you doing good? It's yeah, been a great, we've had a great day today. We have, we've had a wonderful day and um, coming off some illnesses with Kenny and, he couldn't talk last I did. week. So. I, my voice was shot. I had a throat yeah. mess going on. So anyway, we're excited to be back. Yeah. Big time. Get going. Yeah. We're sitting here. It's in the evening. It's can't even be what? It's 520 here our time in the evening, and it's already dark. This time change. Oh, I hate just it. just changed. And this time of year, I do not depressing. Love. Yeah. I don't vote for it. Do you mm, vote for it? I do I don't not. But it. we voted yeah. it away <laughs> and they we still did. are doing it. You know, I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Well, here we go. Let's jump in. Um, so this is the part one of what is ultimately going to be 10 different episodes. You right? think 10? It is. It, it absolutely I is 10. I no, I might not be able to do 10. I'm telling you, there's 10 solid okay. truths in here. Okay. Um, let, let's let's do a little explaining here. Okay? okay. So years ago, I for some marriage event, I, I did a, a teaching called Kickstarters to a Powerful Marriage. And I, I called it Kickstarters because it they came out of a, a probably the most well-known mm-hmm. passage in the entire Bible Ephesians. on marriage out of mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter five, uh, verse 22. Everybody knows this. Wives, he starts out, most people started <laughs> out here in verse 20. Men started out here yes. in verse 22 of Ephesians five. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of church. Then he ends up turning to the husband saying, husbands, love your wives as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. And he gives some more directions there to the husband. So Paul clearly is laying out a a huge part. In fact, the most um, well-known verse, Mm -hmm. singular verse on marriage, probably. Misquoted verses. Often misunderstood, Mm -hmm. you bet. The whole uh, submit to your husband, Mm -hmm. which we will talk about in future episodes. Mm -hmm. So the problem with that is Paul's thought doesn't start in verse 22 right there. Mm -mm. That's where everybody wants to start it. It actually is part of a far greater thought that Paul's having there. The book of Ephesians, the first three chapters is um, an explanation, an exhaustive, highly doctrinal theological explanation of of the wealth of the believer's life. Mm -hmm. What happens when someone becomes a follower of Christ and becomes born again. And it just goes on and on. We're redeemed. We are uh, reconciled to God. And it uses big words that are so rich and full in understanding. But he's describing everything that is ours through the grace of God that have come to us through 
the suffering, the death, the resurrection mm-hmm. of Christ as we come to believe upon him. So it's just rich, rich, three chapters. And then in chapter four, he turns a massive corner and says, therefore, mm-hmm. which is a massive word. Mm-hmm. He says, therefore, because in other words, because all of that is true, have a walk that's worthy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's in that section where Paul's describing what a worthy walk with Jesus looks like that you find his instruction on marriage. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't start in just verse 22. It starts above that. So I call them Kickstarters. The meat of it, of a lot of it is in verse 22, 23, 24, on down through there where it's speaking very directly to husbands and wives. But there is, there there are chunks of wisdom beginning up at verse 14 is where I'm going to begive this. And honestly, there are 10 really impactful truths embedded before he ever gets to the meat of those passages. And you can tell his theme is marriage before verse 22, because verse 22 starts, wives, Mm -hmm. submit to your husbands. But verse 21, he says, submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. So clearly this marriage stuff is a, by verse 22, it's still a continuation of what right. he began above. Now, I just want to preface this Shoot. as you go into this little study. <laughs> we do not want to make, this is not a Bible study. But no, I got, but, but, uh, but, but this is the authoritative word of God absolutely. that we base our whole life on. Absolutely. So that's why that we keep bringing Bible and the we Holy Scriptures. We have to build this foundation. Absolutely. On something. Yep. And absolutely. on the truth. Yep. But this is not necessarily a tool. Good point. It, You're used to us giving yeah, very giving practical tool, tools. Real practical, but this is a theology for marriage. This is the biggest tool yeah. that we can give you because this is scriptural yeah. theology on how God looks at marriage. It's not, it's not, it may not, particularly at first, it may not feel like the the highly practical stuff we normally mm-hmm. do here on marriage matters, but in the end, having a right theology for your marriage, gang might be the biggest tool we can give you. Like the verse that you prayed. Oh, yeah. As a man thinks in mm-hmm. his heart, so is he. Meaning mm-hmm. the what you think you understand about God's design for you as a husband or mm-hmm. you as a wife, it's going to come out. And if you have a low view of what a husband is. Or no view. Or no view. No, no understanding at all. No biblical view. Then you're going to wander around and, and accomplish very little in mm-hmm. your marriage. Or life. have a worldly yeah. marriage if right. you have a worldly view. Yeah. So this is uh, actually going to be really fun. That's why I think it is worth taking the time to do 10 separate little episodes here. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> she's. <bad. laughs> we'll be combining two and three at a time here. <laughs> Charlene has her way. So let me, I'm going to read very quickly, verse 14 through 21. Everything okay. that Paul is saying before he gets specifically to husbands okay. and wives, here's the Kickstarters to it all. Therefore, he says, speaking of God, He says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And don't be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your own heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. There are 10 declarations in there Mm -hmm. that if 
if we would just spend our life bouncing around in these verses, and, just those verses, and, and adopt these attitudes mm-hmm. that he's going to subscribe to, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we would our marriages would, would be rock off. stars. They, they absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So let's let's get to the first one here. He starts off those verses, beginning at verse 14, with the words, "Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you." Light. Now there's no, you know that's what Kenny says to me every morning. <laughs> Awake you who sleep. <laughs> Awake you who are still sleeping. That's right. Mornings are a little tough on Charlotte. <laughs> it is. It's a little a little tough in the morning. I'm really groggy and I don't go to bed until really late. So I I'm, I like to sleep in. in the All of Ephesians, by the way, is written to believers. There, I read I've read plenty of commentary that says, okay, now all of a sudden he's not talking to believers now. He's talking about. Wake up, you who don't yet know the mm-hmm. love of Jesus, and Christ will come into your life and bring light, right? But but he clearly is talking to right. believers yes. who are sleepwalking their way mm-hmm. through life and feelers sleepwalking their way through their marriage, mm-hmm. right? Which is really what we want to kind of attack. You know what today. I love? I just want to add this. What? I love how you can apply so much scripture oh, to your marriage. Absolutely. Sometimes... When I hear some tough sayings of what is required of me as a believer, I think of it as to other people. But the Lord has been showing me lately that my other person is my husband (laughs) first. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, oh, no, no, I don't have to do that with him, you know? And I think that it's really smart to wake up and realize that what scripture is speaking is first first speaking to our own oh. our own little inner circle here absolutely our home yep so we, i need to keep that in that's mind for point. myself yeah no that's a great point and sometimes that marriage that's that's the 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 toughest place to apply it just to make the point that this is talking to god's mm-hmm, people to mm-hmm. believers like you and me honey right. uh, this is something for us very and, practical and every very believer practical. listening big mm-hmm. time Listen, this it's all over the Bible, this issue of waking up and not sleeping your way through your walk with the Lord, which I think we do more commonly than we like to admit. Listen to First Thessalonians chapter 5. Uh, we, brethren, are not in darkness, so that the day should, talking about the day of the Lord, the second return mm-hmm. of Christ, that this day should overtake you as a thief. You're all sons of light and sons of the day. We're not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, he says, let us not sleep as right. others do, but let us watch and be sober, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly talking to believers there. I don't know why people want to think here in Ephesians, he's not talking to believers mm-hmm. and saying, hey, wake up, sleepy, you know? In in Matthew 25, Jesus tells just that powerful parable of the 10 virgins. They all 10 fell asleep, mm-hmm. even the ones who... We're ready. They mm-hmm. had the oil in the lamp, and they brought extra oil, and they all fell asleep in that in that parable. In in the garden, in Matthew twenty six, the very next chapter, Jesus goes to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane. He says he's just overwhelmed, and he goes to pray, and he, the disciples fall asleep. Yep. Right. Comes back and says, "What could you could you not watch and pray uh, for one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation." Mm-hmm. When you sleep your way through, we clearly expose ourselves to all kinds of temptation, right? Right, exactly. Sure. So let's let's kind of be practical now. So, and, and I got to say, this this is what uh, makes doing a podcast difficult because I 
it, it's so easy to sound like we somehow have conquered all this or we didn't do these things that we warn against or right. that, that we teach about. Look, we've done it all. And mm-hmm. I've been a sleepyhead. I've been sleepwalking and sleeping my way through this being a husband thing mm-hmm. plenty of times in and my life. And sometimes the Lord has to slap us both and mm-hmm. go, wake up. Oh, yeah. What he, are you doing? He has to stir You're us back up. You're wasting your time. Yeah. And yeah. we need that often. I'm yeah. glad that the Holy Spirit does that. Oh, so that thankful. He, that He loves us enough that He comes and he's, He yeah. He convicts us and says, wake up. Yeah. And I know even now, as we're recording this, it won't drop for a week or two, but when it does and people listen to mm-hmm. our voices here, it, our, my hope is that if there's even one person that realizes, man, I am sleeping, mm-hmm. I, I I am not alert with my marriage. I It's just on a shelf somewhere mm-hmm. hoping for the best, man. And that th- this does stir your heart. That's our whole point for mm-hmm. doing this, right? Right. So let's look at four ways that you can assess. Uh, if you're sleeping. If, if you're sleeping. That's right. If, if you're not alert. If I'm, you're, I'm what, thinking of when I'm sleeping, I have a lot of dreams. So <laughs> I'm thinking of me as a wife. When I'm not waking up, I have these dreams and hopes and that visions of how it should be in this romance. <laughs> this, and yeah. I know you don't go through that. Right, right. But I do. It's like, what if he would do this for oh, me? Oh, yeah. I would love for him to do this, but I don't want to tell him to do this because I'm, but that's what I'm doing even when I'm sleeping. He should know to he do should this. Know he should what love I me think. enough to know what I need. Of everything that I would like and I don't have, shouldn't have to tell him. <laughs> so you're saying him. that signs of, of, of being asleep, huh? Well, it's dreaming. It's dreaming. You know, it's, dream, <laughs> it's a dreamland. That's good. Probably not going to happen. All right. Just, so I'm going to list four here that I, I feel maybe are most critical in a way to just assess in my life. Look, am I, do I need to wake up? That's the bottom line. Do I need to wake up and join mm-hmm. the parade here, man, and, and start getting to work? Be alert. Yeah. So number one, uh, I, I think the first signal that someone in regard to your marriage, mm-hmm. that you're sleeping, you're just asleep, you need to wake up, is uh, that you're completely unaware of or oblivious to the great battle that's raging over your marriage right now today. There is an assault on every Christian marriage today. And right it's now. not from your spouse. No, they're not the enemy. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2, 4, we've quoted it before, that there's a spirit of, mm-hmm. of antichrist mm-hmm. in the world today, it says, and he opposes everything that is worthy and everything that is of God. Yep. And he marriage is of God. Mm-hmm. Guys, marriage is designed by God for awesome things, mm-hmm. for his glory and for our greatest and highest good. Mm-hmm. So of course it's opposed every day. There's an assault every day on your marriages and ours. And right? just look at the marriages and families that you know in your own life. Right. As we look at the ones that we know, we see the assault. Absolutely. We see oh, there's the carnage. Absolutely. Wounded people and brokenness. It's devastating. And, yeah, yeah. It is devastating. Yeah. So we would say to every believer, wake up, mm-hmm. there, there is a battle. No, no one's marriage, not ours, Mm-mm. not anyone's, is above mm-hmm. great pain, great decline, mm-hmm. and, and falling way short. It, mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot of awareness to build something that really glorifies God and is working for both people. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the first sign, dear ones, if, if, if you're just unaware then eventually the wiles of the devil, who is the enemy, 
he will find a way to bring shipwreck and ruin into your home, mm-hmm. right? So every time, part of being awake in regard to our marriages is simply understanding that every day there's a battle for it, mm-hmm. and I'm either going to really have victory that day and bring peace into my home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to honor my husband or wife. I'm going to be a blessing to them. I'm going to use words that build them up and not tear them down. Every day, right? These challenges. I'm going to behave in a way that really does honor them and or I'm I'm not. All those things are in the word of God. Oh, How absolutely. you treat other people. Big it's time. not just other people, it's yeah. your spouse too. You bet. Okay, the second way I want to mention that you can assess whether uh you you need to be awakened a bit and stirred to a state of of awakeness is is that you have no greater vision for your marriage than simply not divorcing. If the high water in your marriage is okay, victory is not divorcing, mm-hmm. then you, you're, asleep, you're sleeping mm-hmm. because God's design for you as husbands and wives and the culture of your home and the nature of your parenting and all of that. And the ministry that, has come, that, comes, that from, comes from your home and absolutely. your family. The testimony that comes from yes. that mm-hmm. is what it's all about. Not divorcing, guys, is not the high water no. in any Christian no. marriage, right? In fact, be you being happy. This is gonna this is gonna alarm some of you, but you being happy isn't the high water of marriage. But I I think that we can be happy. <laughs> She's looking at me confused. <laughs> like I don't want to be sad. No. Look. Two people can be happily married, and it is not glorifying to God. It can be a mess. That's true. Right? That's true. So it's not even being happy. Now, a healthy marriage is joyful. and Well, there's blessings there. And, and rich, and, and, right? Right. And, but the goal, my honestly, my highest goal in marriage life is not to make Charlene happy. I want to make her happy, but there's a higher goal. Mm-hmm. And y- y- that is to... Put on display the love of God for the world to catch notice of what he's like mm-hmm. in his unconditional love, mm-hmm. his loving kindness and patience and mercy and grace. These are this is what marriage is designed to do. We'll read that in Ephesians 5, where he says, Look, this this marriage stuff, this this wife submitting to her husband, and this husband loving your wife through sacrifice like the Lord, is not even about marriage, he goes on to say, but it's really about Christ and the church. And I know we've talked about that in past podcasts, and it is one of the principal things that we try to drill into our own life and into yours. Is Absolutely. This is the overarching um, purpose, the design. Purpose for, from God. Yeah. For our marriage. Is his glory and our highest good. Yes. Right? But and that does bring a lot of happiness too. Big time. So in other words, let's let's get right down to this. If, if, if you have no greater vision for your guy's married life mm-hmm. than just surviving it, right. then you're sleepwalking through it. Right. There's so much more. You got to wake up, man. Mm-hmm. All right? Thirdly, uh, the way to assess whether I need to be awakened here a little bit today is misplaced priorities. If you examine your life and you've got your career placed higher than the health 
mm-hmm. and condition of your married life. Uh, marriage comes before your high-powered career, gentlemen, women. Marriage comes before having the big home that you dream about. Marriage comes before having status and earthly or worldly success. It comes before your hobbies. It comes before personal ambitions and personal comforts. Marriage has to hold a higher priority than all those other things. Uh, In fact, this may shock some of you, but the health of your marriage is prioritized when it's prioritized rightly above even your kids. Mm -hmm. The the, the greatest thing, Shawnee and I stumbled into this great, for us, a great um, awakening, I suppose, Mm -hmm. that the greatest thing we can do for our children was what, babe? Is model a healthy marriage. Having a loving marriage mm-hmm. that's rich and... And modeling that to them. Absolutely. That this is what the Lord wants for us. Absolutely. And this is His design for us. Yep. And then thus, it trickles down into our children yep. and then what they look for in, in a spouse right. and how hopefully they have used some of the good things we gave them, hopefully, right. that they can use that in their own marriage and in their own family. And that's what we wanted to model for our children is a husband and wife rightly loving each other, loving God first and loving each other the correct way. So a lot of times, this this has become really clear to us just over the years that we've worked with broken Mm -hmm. marriages or crisis marriages. In the end, every single one of them had a low priority for their marriage. They prioritize other things, making money, their careers, they just drifted apart Themselves. out of busyness. Mostly right? selfishness. Right. Mm-hmm. And and when you when you have a low priority, you carry your marriage in a low place mm-hmm. in your overall life, it one day is gonna unravel on you. And and you've been asleep. We we what, ask couples all the time, is it worth losing your marriage over for that career? Right. For that job, for this, for right. that? And they all say no. Right. But yet They've been living the totally opposite way. The tattletale is the way they live. Absolutely. Not what they say. So a fully awake follower of Jesus, Mm -hmm. they they really do prioritize. It's obvious when they prioritize their marriage really high in their life, Mm -hmm. right? If you're a married person, there's there's loving Jesus and first and foremost and a right relationship with him vertically. And then immediately after that, it, it is being a covenant keeper mm-hmm. and keeping the vow mm-hmm. that we made before the Lord with each other mm-hmm. and being that man or that woman that is keeping their vow. That mm-hmm. becomes, that has to be held in a really was, high place priority. I think it's a sacred place. It is a sacred mm-hmm. place. So if you're listening and you're going, gosh, I'm pursuing a lot of other things then maybe this is a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Maybe awake, sleeper, arise from the dead and mm-hmm. Christ will give you light. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what just, just what the doctor ordered today and just what somebody out there needs to hear. Fourthly and lastly, uh, a way to assess whether I'm sleeping a little bit, need to be awakened is uh, I've adopted the attitudes of the world concerning marriage. Mm-hmm. Specifically, that if it's temporary, if if I don't get what I want out of this, okay, a few years in and and I'm out the back door, no and big deal, gone. That's the world that uh, family. That's the way the world thinks about marriage mm-hmm. today, right? It is it is an unbiblical 
uh, terrible theology for marriage if it lacks the sense that this is a permanent covenant that I am entered into, right? So adopting those same attitudes that the world has about marriage, which is just drifting further and further, Mm -hmm. the mindset of the world, I mean, is is just drifting further and further. That's that's why we're drawn to this fight, right, babe? I mean, is 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 to stop the drift if we can, Mm -hmm. right? Be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so so those those four things, which means this, you want to know if you're fully awake, gang, and and you're awake to your marriage and you're operating in a state of alertness. Number one, you recognize that there's a battle every day. You're fighting it. You're fighting strong, right? You're you're ready to go. Revved up part of the battle. Number two, you have a greater vision for your marriage than simply, in other words, success for you is not just surviving it all to the end. It's a rich, full relationship that puts God's love on display for the world and leads to both of our highest good and richest good, right? Number three, that it is prioritized right. You have it really highly prioritized uh, above things like careers and hobbies and money and earthly treasures and things like that. And then fourthly, you do not think like the world does when it comes to the sanctity of marriage and the importance of your marriage in this world. And you'll find yourself alone in a lot of your circles when you talk about this. You bet. You'll They'll ridicule you. You bet. They'll laugh at you oh, yeah. and say, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And But you have to stand for yeah. what the scriptures say. This yep. is about the scriptures and what God has prescribed for us as Christians. Right on. So for us, we're excited. This launched us in, this is the first Mm -hmm. of these 10 Kickstarters to a powerful or healthy marriage. And we're really excited to pound our way through them. So this is what we do. And that was verse 14. Verse 15, this one was titled, Wake Up. The next one's titled, Wise Up, because it calls us to Uh, draw from the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of the world. So we're excited to Mm -hmm. tackle that topic too uh, in our next episode. So great to have you with us today, babe. Mm. What a day. This was fun. This was. Yeah. I'm glad you're not sick anymore. No, no. It's really nice to get you I'm all revved up, ready to go. I'm glad to have you back. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. God bless you each and every one. Can't wait to see you next time Mm -hmm. with Marriage Matters with Ken and Mm Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye.